Hey, my name's Ty Baumanis. And I'm Connor Dorney. And for some reason, you are listening to The Fantasy Morons. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. Our lawyer said we have to include that part. Okay. Yeah. We're inclusive. Uh-huh. It's everybody. Everybody. But also Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know. Merry How you Christmas. doing? How you doing, Connor? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great. Browns are rolling. Yes, they are. And it's because I didn't bet on them when I had an opportunity to. So you're welcome, Cleveland. So you've done that, what, about six times this year? Not bet on them? I have not bet on them at all. I've just let them run their course. Uh, I thought they were going to beat the Broncos this week. Parents were in Vegas. I was going to send money with them Mm-mm. to put the bet down for me How because I still do it legally. <laughs> yes. I could just go on any website. Really. Mom, go to the bookie for me. But yeah, my parents, that's my relationship with my family. They just send me pictures of the spread in Vegas and uh, how it's changed okay. and I just send them money. Yeah. The Christmas card is just them in front of like the Caesars like sports yeah. book. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it, it Westgate. It was Westgate. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. But I didn't bet on them because they would have lost. So I did my part. Oh, there you go. Congrats to all the Browns fans out there. Heck yeah. Ty's not betting on them. So you're going to be fine. Yeah. What about you? How do you, how do your matchups go this week? Oh boy. It was a very nervous matchup weekend. I was in one semifinal game in my Yahoo. Like I, I made the playoffs in one paid league. So I was like, okay, maybe got a chance to redeem some of my early season failures and my friend had Curtis Samuel and Christian McCaffrey in the Monday night game and I was up by about 30 points I was already figuring I was gonna lose but then I was checking the score late and I was like well hold on I might actually have a chance and then of course when all was said and done I'd lost by less than two points which is the second time this year that I've lost two that same person by less than two points this year. The first matchup we had was by 0.14. It's the fantasy morons difference. It is. It is. Uh, you actually almost got lucky, except you played against the only good player from that entire Monday night game. Uh-huh. I did. There and was I, one of them. Yeah, and that was the problem, because I wasn't nervous about Curtis Samuel's involvement. Oh, you shouldn't have been. Yeah. I, I, re, I know that I shouldn't have been. <laughs> he, and he started... I mean... It was it was a problem because he took he obviously listened to the podcast he took my own advice because I said last week fuck Damian Williams and he fucked him into a starting lineup and that was what ended up clinching the week for him because he got him thirty points and he started Nathan Peterman he did start Nathan Peterman ah, yeah that was a bold decision he was a listener from the beginning thank goodness he had Damian Williams in that, that is, running back roster that is rough I lost because I played the wrong defense I like Buffalo uh-huh. I'm like an idiot. And I benched Chicago because I thought Aaron Rodgers could maybe do some damage. And I, I did say to kill Chicago's defense. You did. So this is your I, fault. I ruined both of our weeks this week. Yeah. Because I said start Damian Williams and I said bench Chicago's oh, defense. Oh, not our weeks. My season. Oh. My season's done Both now. of our seasons. Yes. You ruined both of our seasons. Okay. Uh, I would really appreciate if you chipped in on what i owe in this league it feels like an appropriate way to wrap this podcast up yeah that one of us ruins both of our seasons simultaneously yeah i want to uh i want to pay all my league dues live on air at some point 
That's just, a good I'll idea. just Venmo and it'll just be the most expensive podcast we put out. <laughs> just lose $350 on air. Is this what marketing money looks like? Jeez, seriously. Uh, in our league, though, this is uh, this is kind of funny. In my league, I'm in with some college friends. In the championship game now, uh-huh. one of them is currently serving in Afghanistan. Wow. Yeah. They That's wi- impressive. They have Wi-Fi over there. I say, hot take, take it away. You're on the front lines. Focus on your job, TJ. That's a very hot take. Yeah. And hey, I'm TJ, sure- let's just go back to sending notes and me having a chance in fantasy football. <laughs> okay? Wow. This this message in a bottle says, start Peyton Hillis again. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> fantasy morons against the troops. It's <laughs> a weird label for um, next season. We're going to we'll- get so much marketing material out of that. Yes. Congrats, TJ. We're kneeling uh, while doing this podcast, we- by the way. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, no one can see us except on a live stream that we don't have yet. Honestly, we're not sure if anyone can hear us. So, well, TJ, at least win it, and then you can make fun of us for beating us from you know Afghanistan. Congrats, congrats to TJ, because that's like you the, don't know him. No, hey, you don't know him, dude. Look, that's the ultimate like bargaining chip. Fuck you over everybody else in fantasy. If you're like, you know what? I'm so confident in my fantasy abilities this year. I'm going to go serve in the military while you guys have your little fun draft parties and have your waiver wire pickups, and I'm just going to win the league over you. Yeah, it's it's a little painful. He Because I have a me, fucking assault rifle, and I uh, can kill you on the waiver wire too. He, t- <laughs> he told me that uh, he was going to beat everyone in our league from uh, the middle of the desert but it really didn't resonate because most of us are in Arizona. That's true. We are also in the middle of a desert. That's a good point. Yeah. His has more oil. It does. I actually don't know how the Middle East works. I it assume. does. No idea. TJ, let me know. All let right. me know how much oil is over there. Ty Batman is running for Senate next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, They've got a lot of oil, I think. That's his campaign <laughs> slogan. It's going to make the hell of a bumper sticker. Oh, it will. Somebody's uh, going to put it on their In car. another one of my leagues, it's not head-to-head. It's just cumulative points. What a stupid... You shut your mouth. Uh, I was down 200 points to first place. I've been in second. I was down 200 points to first place with four weeks left. I've cut that lead to 31 points going into the last week. I won four straight overall weeks. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Getting hot late, I could potentially win that one, but that's the only bright spot in all of my leagues. That was all all of my teams this year. I had very rough beginnings, and then I went on a hot streak at the end of the year. One one league was not good enough to make the playoffs. It was too late. And then the other league, obviously, as you know, I managed to lose by two points, avoiding the championship game. So, Way to avoid it. Yeah. Way to dodge it. I, have, I dodged it pretty good. Can it's still good get stay, third place, I guess. It's good to stay modest. Uh-huh. I don't like that third place game because it's basically one week of fantasy that's for like $100. Yeah. whatever your buy-in is yeah i honestly to be to be completely honest i don't know i'm pretty sure our third place is just you get your buy-in back hey if if you already paid though it's a it's a it's, it's more money comes your yeah, way that's true out of the blue i'm i'm glad that i'm not in the championship in the espn paid league because that's the bullshit where the championship lasts week 16 and 17 Ooh. why oh why none of these none of these sucks. yes none of these two-week championship bullshit uh playoff brackets from now on let's do a league where the championship is it's in two week weeks eight. it's no no the championship is week 17 and week one of the next season <laughs> same team 
Suck that's pretty it. good. Yeah, figure it out. I need to look at the waiver wire because half my players are retired. Yeah, it's almost like Dynasty, but only for one more game. That's that's a great idea. Anything else? Uh, anything else happen this week? Uh, no. Honestly, honestly, no. What's cool. uh, you got any plans for the uh, Christmas holiday? Anything fun? You staying in town? Giving your parents more money to go to Vegas and lose money no. on the Browns? No, just hoping they give me Vegas winnings to pay for my fantasy leagues that I'm not going to win. It's a good idea. This is the fun time of year where I take the holiday check and then I put it into my bank account and then I Venmo the money from my bank account to various winners <laughs> in other leagues. <laughs> It's really the season of giving for me. That's pretty delightful. Uh, if you guys haven't found us on Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash fantasy morons podcast. You can find us on Apple podcasts sometimes, apparently as of last week. Yeah. I still, I still don't know why. Don't be- worry about it. Google play. Google is on their shit. They've yeah. got our podcast in their store. The newest episode, SoundCloud. Good. Totally fine. Spotify and Apple podcasts. I don't know what you're doing. Get on, it. get a get strongly on worded email going to them. Oh, I will. Uh, but we are on all of those platforms most weeks. Most uh, weeks, yeah. You can also check us out on Twitter at FantasyFBMorons. You can join the two followers that we currently have, and that's Connor and myself. The hosts of the podcast. Yeah, we just tweet at each other through the account. It took Ty a while to actually follow, so I guess progress yeah. is good. Yeah, he was posting good content. Here I am. I'll we join might, in. We might be up to three followers next week. Who knows? Four by next season. If we're I, I can always unfollow. So okay, let's that's not true. Get too crazy. Uh, we have a little Christmas episode. It's going to be really lame. Uh, we're going to get into some news. We're going to play some Fuck Mary Kill to help you lose your championship. <laughs> uh, but first, we're going to get into a week 15 recap and. You'll notice that where it used to say good and bad, it says ugly sweaters and socks and underwear. It sure does. And of course, the ugly sweaters are bad and socks and underwear are good because I could. I love that gift. I don't buy right. I don't buy socks and underwear for myself anymore. I asked yeah. for that for Christmas on purpose. It's actually a good point because uh, my wonderful fiance recently had to throw away about half of my clothing. A lot of that art socks and underwear. I'm just like, I guess when I buy socks and underwear, I'm like, well, this is a forever gift yes. to myself. Yes. I, there's no reason for me to throw these out. These, you know, they could be tattered or in shreds, but I'm just going to hold on to them because, you know, I purchased these seven years ago, which means I should still be wearing them, I guess. The holes show character. They sure do. Also, did you call her your wonderful fiance because she might be in the same room as us? N- what? What? You didn't call her that last episode. She's, she's she's setting up a third mic right now. We'll get her taken a minute. This is actually a live podcast. It is. This is the biggest audience we've ever had. <laughs> All right, let's get into some ugly sweaters of the week. These uh-huh. ugly sweaters are the reason why you are out of the playoffs. Yes. Aaron Jones. Not entirely his fault. You know, be more sturdy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Stretch more. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Ugh, no excuse for him. He looked terrible. Yeah, because he's not good. Yep. Uh, Sony Michelle is the victim of a committee backfield. Mm-hmm. Canyon Drake, which is still a mystery. I can't start James White anymore, and that's fun because he won me a few weeks this yep. year. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenyon Drake didn't do anything with Frank Gore. 
uh, getting knocked out for the rest of the season. Moving aside from my boy, Kalen Bellage. Yeah, they were like, well, our number two running back got hurt, so let's just play number three. Forgetting yep. that number one was still available. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Allen also. Yep. Sort of his fault. Stretch it out, Keno. <laughs> you know? Stretch before the game, buddy. We need you. We have like tens of tens of dollars on the line yeah in these fantasy leagues come on we need you to come through. don't be so selfish yeah mike williams looked good though uh michael thomas mm-hmm. hasn't been good for three weeks now no don't know what else to say about the him. saints haven't been good for no three weeks now nope i hope the listeners can <laughs> hear that car horn uh uh there we go uh, it was my car yeah okay. Uh, Jarvis Landry is bad again. Surprise. Whoops a daisy. Yep. For everybody that it's started okay. him. It's okay. He's not the reason I lost my matchup because it could have been the defense that I played. But also, if I would have played Marlon Mack over Jarvis Landry in my flex, I'd be much happier. Things today. would be different. Jared Goff sucks again, too. Yeah, he sure does. Holy shit. He looks awful. Hot take. Sean McVay's sabotaging their games on purpose to not give teams enough film in the playoffs. Ooh, I like that. There you go. I like that. I can't wait to see who they lose to in the first round again this year. So can I. It's going to be great. Drew Brees and Cam Newton. Both of them. Yep. Brutal. What a miserable game that was. All right, let's get into the socks and underwear. These guys are why you are in your championship. Your girlfriend loves these players. Kaimi Fairbairn. The kicker who is winning people a lot of leagues probably at this kicker point. Kicker shout out. Kicker shout out. It's because Houston's offense is good until around the red zone. That's the See, that's my problem, I think, in evaluating fantasy kickers. I'm like, Harrison Butker is probably one of the best kickers in the league. But, but then you take into account, oh, yeah, the Chiefs offense only scores touchdowns. He's only kicking extra points. You need one of those middle-of-the-road offenses or a team with a really terrible offensive line that takes them out of, like, first-and-goal situations or, like, puts them back significantly to kick 50-yard field goals. Fairbairn's one of those guys. I sit there every week trying to justify kickers to myself. Like, who's good but not that good? Right. But better But doesn't get cut. (laughs) But definitely sucks inside the 35. See, that's the difference between kickers in every other position fantasy it's like if your kicker has a bad week he might not even be on a team the week after like, yeah he might even he might be coaching high school football the next week yeah i think if you just gave like blake bortles the ball at the 45 yard line of the opponent every drive yeah. i think he would be like the perfect quarterback for your kicker like he'll get you 12 yards but that's it yeah game over mm-hmm. if he doesn't fumble it Get it it at the opponent's 45. So Derrick Henry is good. Good. Shockingly, if you give a giant running back the ball 31 times, they perform. Hey, I mean, Leonard Fournette would turn 31 carries into 32 yards. So it's not a bad point. Yeah. He does look good. He He said he he watched game tape. That's good. I'm sure he has a problem with the logo on the side of his helmet being the Titans, but Derrick Henry's good. Derrick Henry's good. He's got to get the right opportunity. And obviously, he's good enough to be putting up these numbers. Like, guys can have impressive weeks sometimes, but those aren't fluke numbers. I mean, you have to be good to just throw people out of the way and outrun them. Yeah, you mean... And get 150-plus yards two games in a row. 
Yeah, you mean he's better when he gets 20 to 30 touches than he is when he gets six? Yeah, amazing. Oh, Incredible. It's like AP. If you want him to go get 30 yards, you got to give him the ball 46 times. Yeah. And then he's going to rip one off at the end of the game for 90 yards because <laughs> the defense is tired. Uh, so maybe he's really good. I don't know. It, not knows? really good. I mean, just actually good. Yeah. Actually good. Derek I can't Henry. wait till people draft him in the second round next year. It might be me, honestly. That's why we are the morons. Okay. Uh, Tevin Coleman. Still sucks. It was the Cardinals, but he had a good game. It was the Cardinals. But he had a good game because Edo Smith got hurt, and they had to give him the ball. I think it was the episode title. That spurred him into a monstrous game. Did you see what I did last week? It was just, it was Coleman, but like. The Coleman. Like Cole, like, like stocking. Uh Uh-huh. I like it. Too bad it wasn't on Apple Podcasts for anyone to see. I thought of it for a very long time. I'm sure you did. I jinxed him, though. I jinxed him the right way. Mike Evans, good again. Yay. Bucks receivers. He had like 120-something of Jameis Winston's 150-something passing yards. Yeah, he's the only receiver worth having in that roster still. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mike Williams looked really good replacing Keenan Allen. They gave him basically the exact same role, which was shocking. He's he's, he's coming good. on strong. Uh-huh. He's coming on strong. He's going to be a guy that probably goes pretty early in next year's fantasy drafts. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's not hard to beat out Tyrell Williams and Travis Benjamin. And an injured, what's his name? Keenan Allen. And an injured, what's his name? Yeah. What's his name is actually, Keenan Allen is his middle and last name. So what's his name is his first name. Hey, Seahawks, Homer. Doug who's Baldwin. On, who's on first? Doug Baldwin. Good again. Good. Good for Doug. Good for Doug. It was also against the 49ers. It was two touchdowns, though. It was two touchdowns. He looked he looked better, but I'm worried about his durability going the rest of the year if they're going to start force-feeding him. Yeah. But he did have a good game. That's all we're here to talk about. That's true. Because fuck the Seahawks. You will screw this up. Oh, I know. I know. They were see that's a problem though. They're always due for one of these games every year where you're like they lost a what? Why? How is that? How is that possible? Yeah, I'm. And that happened see, last week. We're we're in different boats because you're trying to figure out how you guys are going to screw up the playoffs. Me and my Cardinals are worried about how we're going to screw up draft up. position. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how we're going to screw up draft position and who we get rid of, which should be. Everyone making decisions. Everybody. Yay. Yay. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's good. Ah. All right. Him and Lamar Jackson, they're only good for fantasy because they rush the ball. Honestly, both not the greatest throwers. No. But I don't care. If you're going to rush for 70 to 100 yards every game, I'll take those points. Yeah. So they were good. I mean, I would start them over most people at this point, which is really pathetic. I like that most people are all up in arms about, oh, well, how come people are saying Josh Allen can survive like the durability of running like this when Lamar Jackson can't? It's like, if you stood the two of the, those guys next to each other side by side, Josh Allen's like six foot ten. He, he looks like he should be a tight end. Honestly, he probably will eventually in his NFL career be a tight end. You if heard he it here first, folks. Throws 90 miles an hour and can't hit an open receiver to save his life. Josh Allen is 6'10". Yeah, he's 6'10". 
I don't think either of them will be able to sustain the current rushing rate that they're at no. because they're both just running it. You know, Lamar Jackson, it was a little different in college when he was running because literally nobody could touch him because that's how much faster he was than everybody else on the field. And then Josh Allen, you're just like, he's pretty much a bulldozer. Give it two seasons tops before, you know, he's wheeling out onto the field to flip the coin ceremoniously. Yeah. I can't, yeah oof. Oof. Shout out to Wheelchairs, our sponsor this week. <laughs> uh, no, it, it is funny, though, because Josh Allen already missed half the season with an injury. And yeah. then Lamar Jackson, every other series, is being checked out on the sideline because <laughs> you can't run the ball 24 times as a quarterback. Pretty much nobody can. Look at how many running backs got injured this year. Yeah, yeah. We are at the point of the year where everyone is breaking down. So we have some news to go through here. Aaron some Jones. Memoriam. Aaron Jones is dead. R.I.P. Frank Gore, dead. R.I.P. Tyler Boyd is dead. Rest in peace. And Wentz is still on the active roster for some reason. Yay. I don't know why. They like how he holds a clipboard. I guess so. They're like, you can literally activate anyone that can play football. And they're like, nope, we like this guy. Yep. He can stand right here. Pretty sure he can stand right there on IR. He limps real nice. Yeah. Uh Giants want Eli back next year. What a fun time that is. Yeah. Suddenly being a Cardinals fan isn't so bad. I I can't like fathom being a fan of that team. Like there's so much talent on that offense. And then that guy's the quarterback. And they're like, I know how terrible you've played this year. And you're also 75 years old, but we would love to have you back for another season because that's not the problem with this team. Yeah, you haven't been terrible for two years. Yeah. Let's, you know, we'll get you out of this funk. Yeah, one more, one more. Just thinking about that, I'm wondering how much money the Cardinals are going to give Flacco to come mentor Josh Rosen into being a bad quarterback. (laughs) Because I guess the Ravens are moving on from Flacco, which you should have done. I mean, that's like half their payroll, so I feel like that's going to be a hard contract to get out of. Yeah, can't wait till Lamar Jackson gets hurt in the second game next season, and then they have to sign Eli Manning. Someone else. They're going to trade for Eli Manning. Seriously. Go get get Blake Bortles. I don't know. It'll be joyous. Hunter Henry is practicing. Kind of surprising. He could be a good... uh, good rebound candidate next year in fantasy for sure yeah that's the way to do it that's a way to play in the nfl if you're gonna do it just miss all the dirty work during the year and then just come in in the playoffs yeah it's like guys skipping bowl games like i don't want to play in the the lawnmower bowl of course i'm gonna skip this yeah because i'm gonna make millions of dollars in a few months oh you mean i get the t-shirt and shorts anyways even if i don't play in the game oh a shirt that says outback steakhouse (laughs) on it please yes wow i get an ipod shuffle guess what first edition i didn't even know they still made these I don't even have to play in the Outback Bowl. If we win, I still get the Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> Bloomin' Onions for everybody. I guys shouldn't even play in, in the New Year's Day Bowl games if it doesn't mean they can be in the national championship. Who cares? You're not making money. I pretty much would skip the bowl game if I was not a member of Alabama. Because let's yeah. be honest, they're going to be the only ones celebrating. Yeah, well, you know, let me hold out hope. Okay. Uh, Melvin Gordon still alive might be back ruining this week. ruining all the uh justin jackson hype train yes. which i did 
I was a bit right on that. Yep. He he managed to salvage my running back position a little bit. Told but. you to play him over James White. Mm-hmm. I see a common theme. I keep helping your team and you keep hurting my team. How does And this? also my team at the same time. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'll just try to keep us afloat until I'm completely wrong on everything next season. That sounds good. Uh, James Conner, also alive, might be back this week. Which means his leg's broken. And Odo Beckham also might be back this week. Who cares? At least he's catching passes from Eli Manning. Yeah. I'm sure he can't wait to be back. Ugh. Ugly. He's on a boat right now. Let's let's get (laughs) a little hydrotherapy in Miami. Oh, you know it. Uh, Let's get into some some Christmas segments here. I want to know who is next season's Rudolph? Who is the third or fourth round guy that ends up leading your sleigh to victory? I, I don't like that. It's just too cheesy for us. It's, it works, though. Because if we know one thing, it's that there's minimal effort put into the planning of this podcast. Yeah, that's true. That, so that is pretty genius so when for the we, time frame. So when we realize how stupid it sounds out loud, that's actually the first time we're saying it out loud, which is really on brand yeah, for us. We're just workshopping this as we go, uh-huh. and then we won't edit. So mm-hmm. who's your Rudolph? Who's, who are you going to take in the third or fourth round next year that ends up leading your team like 2016 Mike Evans uh 2017 Todd Gurley went in the third Zach Ertz was third or fourth this year Tyree Kill Adam Thielen Joe Mixon all around the third who who does it for you next year well I'm gonna go with somebody they might sneak into the second round okay depending on the situation with the other star receiver on this team but I'm gonna go Juju Juju Smith-Schuster his career at this point, he's still one of the youngest receivers, one of the younger players in the league. His career mirrors very similarly to that of DeAndre Hopkins, believe it or not. And DeAndre Hopkins had his best season in his third year in the NFL, which will be what Juju's entering next year. Hopefully, the Steelers figure out how to clean up that offense a bit. Uh, obviously, they won't have Le'Veon Bell, but they've done fine with James Conner. Maybe a few more tinkering uh tinkerings about the offensive line find a tight end that's not vance mcdonald maybe a quarterback that's not ben roethlisberger and juju smith schuster is probably going to have a monster year next season i like it hot take i I think juju has a good year next year and then the steelers move antonio brown for something whether it's draft picks or quarterback I think they plan for the future. Yeah. I think Juju steps into the number one role and they sell him as high as they possibly can because Antonio Brown's going to hit a wall soon. Honestly, I mean, why not do it this offseason? Yeah. Do it right now. Do it tonight. Do it, yeah, right now while we're recording the podcast. Sell him for a sixth round pick. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> idea. We're too that, impulsive to actually be GMs of a team. Yeah, that's why, you know, we're not uh, roster builders at this point. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I want to pick one. Okay. I want to pick one next year. I think uh, Robert Woods. I Robert think he, Woods. Yeah, I think with all the chaos in the Rams' uh, receiving core, I think they will all fall a little bit. I think. Um, oh, who am I thinking of right now? Cooks. Cooks is who I'm thinking of. Cooks. I think Cooks will fall around there. Robert Woods will be around there. Um, I think. I mean, they both went over a thousand yards this season, I think. But he'll be there. I think he could lead your team. He looks like the number one. So I like Robert Woods. You got anybody else? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the guy that is blowing up most fantasy games. If you have him on your roster, a lot of people probably dropped him. I'm going to go Derrick Henry, the Titans running back. Tell you what, he's, from a talent standpoint, very unique, uh, and he's got a great blend of speed and power. Next year will be his contract year, final, final year of his rookie deal. I think he's ready. Obviously, the Titans have seen what he's capable of the last couple of weeks if they decide to give him the volume because they're like, oh, this offense throwing to Corey Davis for eight, nine targets and two receptions probably isn't working. So I could see them leaning pretty heavily on the run game next year. And I think Derrick Henry, maybe he doesn't land in like third. He might be like fifth or sixth. Maybe people aren't convinced that this little streak that he's on is for real, but I think he could be due for a pretty monster year next year. All right, good. You keep hyping him up and let somebody take him way too early. I like that plan. <laughs> My other pick is going to be George Kittle. I think George Kittle will probably be around the fourth with how bad tight ends have been this year. I think once he gets Jimmy G back, he will be electric. That'll be fun to watch. Or not used at all. Who knows? Or maybe they'll find a different tight end. I like Kittle, though. It's a good pick. He salvaged my Yahoo season where we'll, we'll get into the next segment of this where we can vent on players that did not perform up to expectations. Did you want to include one more? Are you good? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. I'll, I'll give it, I'll give a quick shout out to Darius Geis, another guy that All I right. liked coming into this year. He probably is later than the third or fourth round just based on his injury, but I think he could be another one of those guys that steps in immediately and uh, you know, has like a Nick Chubb type impact on an offense next season. Hey, remember, uh, remember when people were taking Rashad Penny and uh, remember when Ro- I said Royce not Freeman to and Royce Freeman? In I the said third to, round. I said to take Royce Freeman. That was a bad idea. That's your bad. That's your bad. Uh, that leads us perfectly into our next segment. Who did you draft that got run over by a reindeer this oh, year? Who did oh you boy. take high? Who just fucked you over? I'll answer first. Uh, Doug Baldwin took him in the third. Uh-huh. Took him at the top of the third because I had the first pick. Ooh. So, yeah. And who, who out of anybody you know has been the lowest on Doug Baldwin's value this year? Uh, the, the Seahawks homer himself. Yes. I don't remember that. I just assumed the way you said that, that yeah. it was good. Because mm-hmm. right. you weren't. All right. I, I love Doug, you. but that offense is so hard to trust anybody, which is why I've said to stay away from Seattle running backs all year. Yeah. And LaShawn McCoy, I grabbed him in like the fifth, which wasn't horrible, but mm. huh, actually was horrible. Yeah. Should not have done that. Yeah. I mean, it was an offense that started Nathan Peterman at quarterback at the beginning of the year. So obviously they're not really set up for success. Yeah. There you go. Those are, those are my two that got run over by a reindeer this season. I've got two as well that okay. were run over by a reindeer. The first is Rob Gronkowski. Oh, uh, took him pretty early on both in Yahoo and in ESPN, and he has just not looked his normal self. And I, it was earlier than maybe some people would expect, but at the same time, he's been so far above every single tight end in fantasy for the last five years. I mean, he's had wide receiver, wide receiver level success, and going into the year, New England's offense was kind of a mess. They lost Amendola. They didn't have Josh Gordon at that point. The running backs, you know, were kind of a muddled situation as they always are. So you figure, okay, he's probably good for nine to ten catches every game, which is 
a way to dominate PPR, and he did not did not do that. Did not, and teams took him away schematically from the beginning of the year. He had the week one, he had twenty three points, and you were kind of optimistic about the future. But man, he has looked pretty bad for most of the season this year. Yeah, and it's funny because now Julian Edelman has Gronk's floor. Yeah, every which game. is pretty crazy. All right, who's your second? The second player is also Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. Double dip. Double dipping. I because like that. I took him on two teams, and he's pretty much ruined my fantasy seasons in both of them. Okay. No, well, a little bit less in the league that I made the playoffs in, in Yahoo, just because I had George Kittle as my backup tight end. But, man, that, uh, between him and my running back situation early on when I was starting Bilal Powell and Carlos Hyde in ESPN, that... Focus, doing, doing the whole zero running back strategy really did not pay off early in the season for me. Sounds like it did not at it all. Was, it was pretty terrible. All right, there Those you have it. Two. There you have it. Let's, uh, let's help the people out, even though none of them are in championships and probably not listening to this because they're out. So I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm not even in a championship anymore, so I give the least amount of shits about this particular fuck, yeah, Mary I kill hope, segment. Yeah, I hope we're wrong this week. We have some fuck, Mary kill. Uh, last week, some of our notable selections, we said to play Damian Williams. He did pretty good. Oops. We said to play uh, Lamar Jackson and Philly Rivers. Both did pretty good. We said to play Mike Evans. He did great. Yeah. I actually don't remember what we said to do with Evans. I, I also said play Atlanta's defense against the Cardinals. You also said to kill... The Bears defense. I didn't say I was going to be right on all of them. Yeah. But I was right on one of them. One out of three, which to me equals success. If you pick every defense to start, you can't be totally wrong. There you go. Unless they all suck. (laughs) All right. Uh, I got the first one for you. Wide receivers. Fuck, Mary kill. Robbie Anderson versus Green Bay. Robert Foster for Buffalo at New England. Or Deshaun Hamilton of Denver. At Oakland. Good list. Very volatile list. I'm going to start. I'm going to say a guy that I've picked up in both my leagues. I'm going to say fuck Deshaun Hamilton at Oakland. Denver obviously doesn't have much to play for in terms of playoff implications, but uh, Oakland is one of the worst teams in the league against the pass. And out of the slot, Case Keenum loves his slot receivers. He's been getting some good volume the last couple weeks. So I would expect him, if there's any team that he's going to have a huge game against the rest of the year, it'll probably be Oakland. Uh, could see that happening. Mary, I'm going to go Robbie Anderson against Green Bay. All right. The Jets offense is very hit and miss, but he's getting the volume. And I don't think there's going to be anybody else in that receiving core that's going to take that volume away from him. So moving forward you know and he's got that big playability so he can get you that 80 yard touchdown that you're looking for and he'll probably be the go-to guy he'll get 10 plus targets each of the next two weeks easily i mean this is championship week though so it's sort of just like a double fuck you really can't marry him that's true all right so as much as you want to i mean i guess you can they're two weeks but it doesn't matter fuck him at the courthouse oh all right uh, yeah, that's good. See, that, works. that works. That All works. Right, who are you going to kill? I'm going to kill Robert Foster against New England. Josh Allen on the road against the Patriots late in the year is going to make for some very 
interesting highlights and probably not many of them are going to be good. So New England, I'm guessing, is going to scheme to take away Josh Allen running the ball, which means he's going to be forced to throw it a lot. And boy, that is going to be an adventure. Even though Robert Foster has looked like his go-to guy the last couple weeks, I think New England is going to make sure they take away that security blanket and it could lead to all sorts of problems, especially on the road for a rookie quarterback. That's weird. I mean, I, I would think he was, you know, going to be better because he just sounds like a, a retired lawyer. He does. Robert Foster. The How many Robert offices. Fosters are at every Elks club? Yeah. He knows many people with mesothelioma. Yeah. He's actually Robert 65, he as his name would suggest. Uh-huh. Well, cool. That was a very... He, has, he, he wears bifocals under his visor. His, his visor is actually a big bifocal. You could put him in a lineup in front of me. You could you could put two people in front of me, one being him. I would not know which was him. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Robert Foster, he, like his pregame meal is minestrone soup. Probably. Ooh. Yeah. I, that, that was, but not too hot. That was a little bad taste on my part. I, you know, police lineups and, <laughs> and the NFL haven't really been working together lately, so... Urgh. All right. I hate to see that. You're going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. You're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go ahead. And I have nothing to add. Oh, he got the email. Merry Christmas. The all caps really good. Merry you. Christmas. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Let's You're go welcome. running backs. But if I did kill him. No, 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 no. Let's say no. it's at, let's say it's at a charity event where the players are buying toys for local community children and everything's fine. And he goes to buy a small toy for a child, probably eight years old or so. And he says like, oh, here's, here's a toy for you. Merry Christmas. And the child says, you fucked me in fantasy last week. And right there stabs him to death with a small pocket knife that he had ironically bought for the child, thus ending the beautiful toy drive. Wow. Orchestrated by the Buffalo Bills. That's how the best toys, toy drives end. Yeah. Usually in murder. I usually speak better than the words that just fumbled out of my mouth. That's okay. I was really worried about what was coming out of mine, and I'm surprised it formed a coherent yeah, sentence. Yeah, I, I, I can see a look in your face, and you zone out. You just black out when you're going through these stories. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh-huh. I don't like it, because you've been in these places before, I think, and you're just going back to them. And usually when I do that, I wake up covered in blood, so... Yeah, well, you said you and your therapist are working through that. Well, we were working through that. I, I fixed the situation. I solved it. I worked through it. They don't have to work on it anymore. All so right, let's go to let's running get backs. into running backs. Let's go to running backs. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Jamal Williams at the Jets. My boy... Representing ASU, go Devils, Kalen Balaj at home against Jacksonville, or Elijah McGuire of the Jets against the Packers at home. Who you got? Fuck, Mary kill. I'm going to buck Kalen Balaj versus Jacksonville. Good. Because... You should. Uh, Adam Gase hates Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Maybe he's hurt. I have no idea what the deal is, but Balaj is the guy... Uh, they they gave him a little tryout this week, basically, to see if he could do it. Twelve carries for a hundred something yards and a touchdown. A lot right. of it, a lot of it came on that seventy-five yard touchdown. But that's okay. He looked that's explosive okay. as fuck. Yeah, and that's you all didn't you watch want. Watch the game and saw the box score. Yeah, you know, look. Yeah, great. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Belage this week. Okay. Uh, 
I am going to marry slash fuck since there's one week left for us. Uh-huh. Jamal Williams. If there's more of a season, he would be a bigger deal. Very slow runner. Very not that good. But he's going to get the ball. Yeah. It's it's all about volume at this point. Give him 31 touches like Derrick Henry. Watch him go out for a strong 47 yards. 82 and yards. Six touchdowns. 82 yards and a fumble. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to kill Elijah McGuire versus Green Bay. I don't like the Jets running backs. He really has not looked great whenever he's gotten a chance. Uh, Cannon is also there who you know, maybe has more potential that they want to see. I don't like McGuire. No. The opportunity's there. Maybe he's good. Maybe he does something. I don't think he's going to. He had a touchdown last week, but besides that, he would have really let you down. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really trust. I mean, it's one of those backfields where you can't trust any of the running backs. And it's different from Seattle's where you can't trust anybody, but at least some of them put up 100-yard games with a touchdown. Yeah. That backfield has been a mess. Yeah, he hasn't been able to break any plays. Kill Elijah McGuire. Kill Elijah McGuire. Hypothetically. Kill Elijah McGuire. Yeah, it's highlighted in this email. I have to say, I have to say hypothetically. You said literally. I would, I would, I I would, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Uh I would kill Uh Elijah McGuire hypothetically. Got it. Okay. Understood. Also in quotes (laughs) with my fingers. (laughs) Let's get into, uh, getting some quarterbacks all right got josh allen at new england oh boy trubisky at san francisco or aaron Rodgers at the jets that's a tough one i know it's supposed to be all right really think about it all right really think i am gonna really think about it i'm gonna say fuck aaron Rodgers at the jets because because aaron Rodgers, even though the the Packers are pretty much out of it. What was that? Just a dog. Okay. Moving on. Thanks to our first canine listener. Yeah, that was actually our first listener question. Yeah, that was great. Uh, no, the, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to go up there and throw 30 to 40 times couple three touchdowns it'll just be a typical Aaron Rodgers game they'll they'll win the last two games of the year to appease their fan base a little bit you know especially with Jamal Williams as the running back now they I don't think they're going to be able to lean on the run game as as heavily so he'll probably have some opportunities to throw the ball Devontae Adams probably has a big game I'll go fuck Aaron Rodgers all right I'm gonna say Mary Mitch Trubisky uh, I mean, Matt Nagy has worked wonders for them. They've clinched a playoff spot, so maybe they go to the run game a little bit more. But Trubisky has been one of the more consistent quarterbacks in fantasy, believe it or not. And he's 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 got a higher ceiling, it seems, of some of the other quarterbacks that, you know, like a Rivers that puts up between – 20 to 30 points every game. I mean, Trubisky's had those games of 30-plus points this year. Hey, don't talk about Phillip Rivers like that, please. Well, I'll get his kids to do the talking for him. All 15 of them. You're a monster. I am a monster. Uh, So I could see Trubisky having a good good year. Maybe they want to get him hot before the playoffs start, get him some confidence rolling. 
So I could see that Matt Nagy maybe dialing up some some plays to get him some confidence. And I'm going to kill. No, no, no. You're. We got another email. Okay. You are going to bench Josh Allen. I am going to bench is in all hit caps. Josh high. Allen over the head with a bench. I'm going to hit Josh Allen. That's good. I didn't. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't wording that correctly. I'm going to hit Josh Allen over the head with a bench resulting in his death. No, look at, if you read the email, he says you can even say to the edge, to the edge of his life. You just can't say, kill him. Just, I'm not just read the emails. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I will hit, I will strike Josh Allen. I'm doing quotes very hard on this. I will strike Josh Allen over the head, allegedly, with a bench and a knife, resulting in him passing away. Hypothetically. On the road against New England, he's a rookie quarterback. He doesn't stand a chance against Bill Belichick's defense or my very strong bench swinging abilities. Oh my God! There won't Josh be, there's not going to be Josh Allen. There's not going to be. <laughs> there's not going to be a season two. We cannot. Not for Josh Allen. They're not. Oh my God! There won't be a season two for him. If this is if this is goodbye forever, folks, I'm gonna miss you. And please, if you know Connor's in your city, stay indoors. Write me letters. Turn off. Turn off your location on your phone. Write me letters. Just don't put anything in them. It'll get screened. And if I go missing, you know who to look for. Okay, let's see. We're, we are coming to the end of the, the season here. It's very sad. I'm very upset. It is. But that is not the end of the Fantasy Morons for the year. We are going to do a season wrap-up. This is all, once again, air quotes. This is if we, just, if we decide to do it. We've agreed to. That's true. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Things come up. We get lazy. Uh, we're going to do a season wrap-up cover some good some bad from this year what we learned uh what made us dumber we are gonna a lot do, of things made us dumber yeah some other off-season episodes about whatever you know maybe it's gonna be about football maybe i'm gonna teach connor about hockey because seattle's getting a hockey team that's true it i would, need i need to learn hockey yeah it would be a totally different sport and right we totally we'll get three downloads yeah but who cares delete it Fuck you, you have three parents? Wow, that's impressive. Yes. Uh, we're going to do uh, an NFL draft episode because Connor's good at something. Amazingly. Yes. Amazingly. Despite yes. a lot of people calling me a moron last year when I was writing these pieces. You know what? Well, I got one out of seven picks right every once in a while. So, hey, that's yep. about as right as you can be in this. Yep. We'll, we'll go through some uh, some NFL draft predictions and then we'll check our receipts after the draft and we'll see how Connor screwed it all up. Oh, I will. And then we will also get you guys ready next season for your draft so you can fuck your season up from the start. We sure will. We also uh, will make it a point to put together a Fantasy Morons Fantasy League, both a regular uh, PPR league, and also we've talked a little bit off the air about doing a Dynasty League, which if you're interested in doing one of those leagues... Neither of us have ever set one of those up, so it'll be a true fantasy morons experience, but it could be fun and will be one of those things that 
we can also commiserate about on a week to week basis. And I think for the, the podcast, the only people that have listened to this whole episode are people that would be interested in a dynasty league. Oh yeah, for sure. So Ryan, yeah. Dude, once they get in, paroled, man. you're in you guys, all, all of you guys, Ty's parents, you guys are commissioners. Seriously. Are you guys driving to Laughlin or something? You're in. If you guys <laughs> want in, you're in. If you're listening to this at all, you're in. <laughs> You're the commissioner, actually. Hey, if you guys have any questions moving forward or in the off season, just doesn't even need to be about football. We don't really care. You can email us uh, at fantasymorons at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us at fantasyfbmorons. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fantasymorons podcast. Uh-huh. There's words. Yep. And... As usual, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play at the Fantasy Morons. Go win your league, one person that might be listening. Win some money, or at least win your buyback. At least, yeah, at least win your third place game and, yeah. and save $50. Exactly. Or, you know, just apologize to your family that you couldn't afford Christmas presents this year. That's what I'll be doing. Good luck, and don't forget to play like a moron this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. 